Broadcasting from the radio tower in Goldenrod City, this is KTPT Pokemon Radio. Hello and welcome to our very first holiday episode. Uh, happy holidays everyone, this is Ducky Von Karma. And I'm Pokemon. Alright, and we're going to go through the list of the holidays here so no one gets offended. Uh, Merry Christmas everyone. Happy Kwanzaa. And Happy Hanukkah. Anyone else? Anything else? Got me... Got any more winter solstice holidays? Yeah, solstice. Alright, happy solstice. Uh, I'm sure there's others. Happy others. Yeah. So, yep, that's that's pretty much all of them. We got that out of the way, so... Uh, yeah, it actually, as we have said in the previous podcast, we are recording this early on in the game, so it's not actually holidays for us yet. It's the 7th of December. We're preparing for our final exams. And it's not quite, uh, we're not quite in the holiday spirit yet. We're sort of in the panicking college student spirit. I'm trying not to panic, though. Yeah. I'm he's, trying my best. He's been pretty cool about it. I only have one exam, because I'm lucky. I have, like, four. Oh man, sucks. I'll probably be suffering the symptoms in a couple of days here. Well, uh, let's, let's cheer you up preemptively. What, what does Bub want for Christmas? What do I want for Christmas? Usually, see, I usually go out and buy my own stuff for Christmas, or around, or even just throughout the year. I'm like, oh, I want that? Okay, I'll buy it. So, it comes around Christmas, usually, this time of year, and I don't have anything, really, that I want. So, whenever I'm asked, I'm like, oh, you don't have to get me anything. You know, I'm fine with, even if you just want to get me clothes, if you have to get me something. Right. Uh, so, yeah, I don't, I want to go home. I'll be going home for the holidays, there which is go. nice. I'll be able to spend a month with my family. I haven't seen them in about... Four months now? Aww. Home away from home. That's away sad. from home. Home away from home away from home. That didn't make any sense. Not home quite. for the holidays. That's there what I go. meant to okay. say. It was All close. All right. You know, what do you want you for tried. Christmas? Uh, <laughs> uh, I got a lot of stuff that I want. Uh, top on my list so far are colorful hats, because I'm a big fan of hats. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I also tell. want Skyrim. Okay. The Elder Scrolls for PC, Skyrim, and I also want to travel to Pennsylvania to see my girlfriend. They don't care about that. Yeah, they don't care they don't about, care that. about oh, that. You know, don't don't worry about my relationship problems, you guys. They're here for a Pokemon podcast. They're, yeah, you're here for Pokemon, not Ducky being mopey. So let's let's get past <laughs> Ducky being mopey and say thank you again to Rhea for being here last time. She was an excellent guest host. She was an excellent guest host. I'm sure everyone that listened thought she was so charming. And uh, if anyone has any ideas for guest hosts in the future, or if anyone has any areas of expertise... Uh, sound off. Yeah, sound off. Drop us an ask on the Tumblr, ktptpodcast.tumblr.com, or uh, leave something in one of our uh, visitor message places on KTPT. Or rather, yeah, PMs, or the visitor message thing on the Pilot Tribune. Or you can get us on our email, or if you're friends with me on Facebook, or Bub on Facebook, uh, you can do that. Very few. Yeah, very few of you. You have if, to be special. If you want to look me up, I'm Colton Gableman on Facebook. <gasps> oh. I'm not telling you who I am. He's, like I said, it's very special. It's a long process. He's a mystery wrapped in an enigma, and yep. I'm, I'm not so much. I'm right out there. I want to be your bud. Okay. <laughs> uh, past that, let's move on to the news. Uh, since well, we're... before we talk oh. about that... We, will, we do want to mention that we do now have our own RSS feed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, should be working for the past episodes. For the past two episodes, we should have a working RSS feed. So you, this is actually a development as of, like, several hours ago. Yeah, we're working hard. We, Not on college stuff, but yeah, on, <laughs> on you guys. We are, you are our first priority. But we have our own 
uh, hosting site. We got uh, the lovely, talented people who we are friends with making art for our backgrounds. And if anyone else wants to make art, if you like this one, um, unless at some point in the future something goes wrong, in which case disregard this. But if you like the art we have here uh, and you want to do art for our podcast logo header thing, just let us know. We can always use the help because yes. I'm sort of artistically talented, but I'm also lazy and I don't know about that. And I'm not artistically talented at all. All right, but yep, there we go. Um, and the iTunes oh, feed yeah. is not... Working. As as of recording, it is not working. Though in a couple days, it should at be most, up and running. It should be up and running. So subscribe to us on iTunes, and every we want to be popular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we, we want to get be, up there. We want to be at so least in like the four. top three, top four. In a top couple. four is the one that shows up on the box, right? Top four, I think so. Yeah. Okay, so if we're in the top four, we're going to be the first <sighs> ones up there, and we'll be continue to be. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? No idea. Promoted. I Promoted. Okay. Yes. Okay. So yeah. So get the word out. Tell all your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your tell your grandparents. Say tell hey. Tell people who aren't your friends. Yeah. Stop stop people on the street and say hey I know of this really cool Pokemon podcast by these two super cool dudes they're super handsome uh, you should listen to it. Yeah. So yeah. Past that we have one piece of news that's pretty interesting. Uh, any of you that have been keeping up with the current day politics might be familiar with this everyone Bob, does why, why don't you <laughs> yeah all, our our demographic is really the people that are up on politics of course uh but why don't you fill them in on what um, i'm talking all about? right it's just a little funny story uh so herman cain he is a republican candidate or was a republican candidate uh recently just i think the technical term is withdrawn from so yeah withdrawn i may be wrong don't withdrawn from the don't race. yell at me but withdrawn from the race on the Republican side. Um, but throughout his whole campaign, he has based his campaign around this quote. Um, it's, it's a couple sentences long. It's, life can be a challenge, life can seem impossible, but yada, yada, yada. And when it first started going at, everyone's like, wait, that sounds familiar. And you, of course, leave it to the internet to find the source. It was the ending credit song. Of Pokemon 2000, the movie. Pokemon 2000. That's the one with Lugia, right? That is the one with Lugia and the three other birds, uh, <laughs> Moltres, Zapdos, Articuno. Um, so he, he's been using that quote, but he never really said it's from Pokemon. He's just been saying, a poet, which is wrong. Um, because this movie was just, I mean, this song was just for the ending credits. So a couple days ago, as of this recording, uh, he withdrew... And at the end of his uh, withdrawing speech, he talked about how he says he finally acknowledges, yes, it is from the Pokemon. He says Pokemon movie. He says the Pokemon movie. Mm -hmm. There are several Pokemon movies, as we all know. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, he's not. Maybe he's a closet Pokemon fan. We don't know. And he's just trying to, like, pass off that right. he's not. But he goes, these from, words are unfamiliar to me. I do not know what I I'm don't know saying. where I got these from. I mean. <laughs> He must have seen the Pokemon movie. Maybe he was watching with his kids or something. I don't know. But yeah, he finally acknowledged it, and he's like, I don't know why the media made such a big deal out of it. I don't think they made it such a big deal. I think it's funny. Mm -hmm. He's now forever known as the Pokemon, quoting... Gentleman. Gentleman. So it, you don't think it was just like one of his PR guys was like, oh, this is a cool quote, you should use it, and then he knew, quoted it without realizing it was Pokemon at first? Or do you think he like actively... like? saw the end of the Pokemon movie, and he was like, I'm so moved. And I guess that's always it. a possibility. One of his campaign builders, maybe, they, maybe they're maybe they a closet Pokemon fan. They probably they got saw fired it. over it. 
they saw it and they're like, that's that would be a good quote to use for this campaign. Never told Herman Cain and And look where we are now. We have the Pokemon quoting gentleman withdrawing from the race. I don't know, I'd I'd like to see him as president. Just honestly. for that fact. Just for just for the fact. Who gets, cares about policies? Yeah, you know, whatever. <laughs> it just as long as he quotes Pokemon. That'll as long as he ends every speech with a Pokemon quote, I will be a happy camper. Yes. That'd be funny. All right, but, so yeah. that's that's all the news we got. Are, you, are we sure there's no more? There's nothing, nothing interesting. Quite. Not even some TCG stuff. Uh, there's probably a couple of TCGs. You know, Pokemon EX cards are coming back, but I don't want to bore everyone. I mean, if you know, Pokemon EX used to be a card thing, then they dropped it. Now they're coming. You're giving me this face like, <laughs> what is he talking about? <laughs> See, it it's not gonna make a whole lot of sense unless you're maybe follow the cards. I don't know. I'm I'm. Pretty think, sure Big Red Lax is up on the card thing, so I think he's trying to get something started as far as that goes. Huh. But that's that's just rumors. It's hush hush. Ooh. No, but just in sense, know that the Pokemon card game is expanding. Evolving. That's that ooh, ooh. evolving. Yes, just that can be wrapped up in one sentence. All like right. That. It's the Pokemon card game is evolving. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> All Breaking right. news. So, on to the body of our uh, little podcast here. Oh, we you, haven't told them what we're doing yet. Yeah, you, you may have. they may have already guessed by the title and by the picture, um, but we are... This is the Nightmare Before Christmas podcast. We Ooh. are talking about Pokemon Creepypasta, which is my personal favorite part of we the entire Pokemon We love doing scary thing. stuff. Yes, the, we are one-trick ponies here. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I'm going to start this off by plugging um, a Tumblr account that I follow. It is fyapokemoncreepypasta.tumblr.com. Uh, it's based off of user submissions, and you, if you have something creepy that you want to write, you can go there, submit it, they'll put it on there. They're really nice. Um, some of the stories get kind of repetitive after a while because there's only so much you can write about, yeah. but there is some really good stuff there. Uh, but past that, uh, I think I'm going to start off by telling you about the most popular creepypasta, uh, there's, I think, six of them, maybe seven. I have a list written up there, but I can't see all of them without scrolling. Uh, there is six of them. Six, six yes. Okay, so the first the first one that I'm going to cover is the Lavender Town Tone story. Uh, now, I've heard, I have heard this one. Yeah, this is one of the more popular ones. Yes. Basically, the gist of it is a guy's friend is an audio production major, and he becomes obsessed with video game music, like uh, 8-bit stuff from the original Pokemon games and stuff. And he goes and acquires a very special copy of Pokemon Green, the Japanese version. But he doesn't really know... Like, they don't specify in the story why it's special, per se. They just say it's a special copy. And he talks to his friend and says that he discovers uh, binaural tones in there. And that if you combine the music with something else in the game, then you get, like, a secret message. And then the guy loses contact with his friend, and he winds up having a massive seizure, and he finds him dead. And he goes into his buddy's computer and finds this project he was working on. And the creepypasta comes with an audio file on a YouTube video. It shows the... I think it's called a spectrogram, where you take um, ta- where you take music and turn it into pictures. But Big it comes word. with yeah, spectrogram. Ooh, <laughs> but uh, they the story comes with that, and so you listen to it. It's about I think eleven minutes long. I think it actually clocks in at uh, ten minutes and fifty eight seconds, and somewhere around the nine minute mark. Uh, when you're listening to it. It's just the regular Lavender Town song, and then a picture of, like, a bunch of distorted audio comes up, and a picture of the 
not the missing no ghost. What is was it just the ghost sprite that they use for Pokemon Tower before you that had the Silstone? Shoo shoo get away yeah, looking yeah. Marowak ghost. Yeah, that that one. It has that ghost and a um unknowns writing out something like leave now or something and then it has more creepy music and it gets all distorted and you're like oh man this is so scary i'm crying uh i think we when i was researching earlier you heard me listen to it and it did get yes. pretty creepy didn't yes. it yes like it, it was like weird make your ears hurt kind of music mm-hmm. i don't know i'm 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 into that kind of stuff i don't know if bub was getting annoyed he was studying and i was listening to creepy pokemon music <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's definitely one of the most popular ones, yeah. and it's one of the one of the reasons that it's mo- one of the most popular is because it is uh, relatable. Because a lot of people with the original Pokemon games were scared to death of the Lavender Town music because it's it just was a little creepy. Yeah, it's creepy. I remember as a kid, it's not scant. liking it. Uh, you know what I remember about Lavender Town, and I think I've probably read a couple of creepy pastas on it that I can't recall, recall at the moment. Uh, that little girl outside that says, "Do you believe in ghosts?" And you choose oh, yeah. uh, yes or no, and then she's like, if you say no, then it's like, oh, I guess that white hand on your shoulder is just my imagination or something. I don't remember what happens if you said yes, though. I do remember she can, like, walk backwards. I do not remember that. Maybe I'm just making this up. Maybe <laughs> my mind is lying to me, but I could have sworn... He's already or... making his own creepy creepypasta. No. <laughs> the backwards no, I... walking girl. No, I remember the girl, like, she would walk backwards, but, like, you'd still see her face of the sprite, so she would, like, walk... Like, after a talk, I don't know. If someone... Please, someone tell me I'm not lying. I I, I, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I haven't played Red or Blue in a long time. But yeah, that's that one. I have a question, though, before we go on to the next one. Yeah, yeah. When did Creepypasta start picking up, like, speed? Um, When did they start gaining popularity? mm. Like, when when the games first started coming out? Well, I mean, not when the games first started coming out, because uh, that wasn't... That didn't really coincide very well with, like the advent of the internet and getting the stories out there. But I would imagine that the... Like, there were still people telling the stories, and then later they got written down. Like, I feel like old story, Indian story, yeah, pretty much. Native American <laughs> storytellers, like, passing generation from generation. But it's just like, stories. man, you know this creepy stuff that happened in Pokemon <laughs> games. But just like that. It's, um... I... I can't tell you the backstory, like, how far back it goes. I know I personally started getting into it uh, back in the early, I want to say, like, 2002, 2003. Okay. And that's when I started reading and getting really involved in it. But I'm just a big fan of creepy stuff, and that's what started me on it, because it's creepy, but it's accessible, and it's pretty tame as far as most creepypasta goes. Past that, though, there is the... One of the next most popular creepypastas is Pokemon Black Version, and this is not to be confused with the actual release of Pokemon Black version. This came before that. Yes, this came way before that. This predates that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the the premise of Pokemon Black version is it's one of the hacked ROM style of creepypastas, where someone makes a bootleg copy of the game, and then they distribute it, usually through a flea market or uh, like a swap meet or whatever. Uh, much uh, like a lot like the Ben Drowned creepypasta, if you're familiar with that, the Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask Ben Drowned, yeah. where he picks up the copy at a garage sale. Um, Rom hack stuff usually starts off like that, and I believe this one he picks it up at a swap meet, and uh, the game plays through normally. It just looks like a regular cartridge, except it's black and it says Pokemon Black, and there's no picture on it. Uh, but the game plays through pretty much normally, except 
like after you choose your starter Pokemon, you have one extra Pokemon in your party that you can't get rid of. You can't deposit it into a PC box. It starts off at level one and it levels naturally, and it's Ghost. And its sprite is the again the ghost from shoo, Lavender shoo. Tower. Yeah, the Shoo Shoo Ghost. Um, and Ghost only knows one move, and it's Curse. Which, if you are savvy, as far as your Pokemon knowledge goes, is not a move in Generation One. I don't exactly remember what generation it was introduced in. It was I want to say definitely Generation Two. It was definitely Gen Two. Okay, I don't want to say definitely because then I'll be wrong. But I seem to remember uh, one of. What's his face? Red's Pokemon using Curse at some point in, in Gold. Yeah, I, I want to say it's Gen 2. Okay, well, well, we'll call it Gen 2, but it was not a move in Gen 1, and this ROM hack is based off of Gen 1. Uh, but the move is Curse, and but it doesn't do the typical, if, like if you're a Ghost type, it doesn't do the have your HP and place the Curse, and it doesn't do the lower your speed and raise attack and defense. In this one, it kills the enemy Pokemon, basically, when you use it. The screen cuts to black, and then it comes back, and the trainer has one less Pokeball in his inventory, whoever you're battling. And then at the end of the battle with the trainer, you can use... It pops up the screen with either Run or Curse again, and you can use Curse again, and the trainer disappears from the area. And if you come back to the area later, there's a tombstone there. And it's like, oh, yeah, the implication, obviously, is that the Pokemon died, and the train you killed the trainer. Uh, and you can go through the whole game like that. Uh, you At the very last battle with your rival... Uh, you can and Giovanni, you can use the curse move to kill them too. Uh, but at the very end of the game, uh, once you get past the Hall of Fame, it starts you over again. You're in Lavender Tower and you're an old man sprite, and you move at half the speed that you normally do. And you can. There's a couple places you can visit, but ultimately you have to go back to Pallet Town, back to where you started. And then there's this big shebang where you face off with every. Pokemon you've killed in the game and um, all the trainers that you've killed and then your trainer sprite shows up and you have to fight Ghost and uh, you can only use Struggle and your HP whittles down and he uses Curse and it's all this big um, happy craziness about oh death is inevitable and those who are uh, sentencing others to death will soon die themselves unjustly or whatever. I don't get scared easily but if I was a little kid doing this reading or playing these things Mm -hmm. I would, I would be really scared, the, actually. The, 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 I, I want to say... I haven't found it recently. I looked for it uh, to play it. I want to say I played it in the past, maybe, or maybe I played a demo. But they do have the actual ROM hack of this game. Someone yeah. went in and uh, hacked an old red version, I want to say, and made this. And uh, if I recall... Or maybe I saw a YouTube video of it, but if I recall, it was pretty creepy. Like, the music that they used for it was... Uh, the Lavender Town tone, and when you played, like, at some points it played backwards, and it was just, whoa. See, that's what I like about the Pokemon Creepypastas, because they can come with the, uh, Poke- the game itself, and then you can actually play it and experience it, mm-hmm. instead of just, like, a typed story that right. you're reading, like, an account of someone who's done this. You can go in and, you know. Right. The, the, that's, that's why that particular type of Creepypasta is my favorite, the type where it's, like, stuff that could actually happen in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's there's some other ones that I'm not in that into, and I'm not going to really talk about them today. But there's ones where it's like, oh, hi, I'm uh, Dawn, and I'm going to go into the old chateau, and oh no, there's this creepy ghost in here. What am I going to do? Going to run away from it? Man, that was so scary. This is about Pokemon. <laughs> those those are the ones that I don't care for. I like the ones where it's actually like something that could really happen in the game, or like a. Uh, 
uh, not something that couldn't like feasibly happen in the game, but like it could be related to real life. Like a person playing the game in real life is suffering a curse based off of a cursed copy of the game. Yeah. Um, this next one that I'm going to talk about, you might actually be familiar with, and it's not creepy per se. I know when I was talking about it earlier, uh, Bub recognized it. It's the it's called Your Rival's Dreams Crushed, and um, you're familiar you're familiar with basically how the red blue progression of the story yes. goes, like with your rival. Um, you know how you fight your rival on the SSN, and he has Eradicate in his party. Yes. And then when you meet up with him again later in the uh, Pokemon Tower in Lavender Town, the Eradicate is gone from his party, and he says something like, "Before the battle starts, he's like." Uh, why are you here? None of your Pokemon look dead, or something like that. Yeah. So the the implication, or that may not be like the actual thing that the game was intending, but people picked up on that, and they're like, oh, when you fought him in uh, on the SSN, his Raticate suffered like crazy severe injuries, and he couldn't recover. The Pokemon Center couldn't help him, and so he died. See, as injuries. a little kid, I noticed that, but I didn't think about it like that. I was right. like too little to think about the oh the eradicate died i was just like oh where does eradicate go? Mm -hmm. but and yeah the, but that's that's one of the theories the fans have come up with and like it says like from that from the point on the ssn when he fights you uh he's got sort of a youthful like hey man you're my rival let's tussle kind of thing but from that point on you kind of notice that his mood does change yeah he gets a little more serious and he gets uh, a little more aggressive towards you because he faults you for the death of his eradicate and all that you're doing in this game is, like, repeatedly swatting down his dreams because <laughs> you're a terrible person. And he's an orphan. I mean, he lives with his grandpa. So you're you're repeatedly crushing the hopes and dreams of an orphan. You're yeah. a bad person in this game. Okay. Uh, this next one that I'm going to talk about is my personal favorite. And I'm, I'm not going to... I wrote out the whole description here, but I'm not going to ruin it for you because it's my favorite. Uh, I'm going to give you the scant details... The title of it is Come Follow Me. Just Google, like, Come Follow Me Pokemon Creepy or something. And the the whole story, the, the scant story behind it, because I don't want to ruin it, because I love it, and it's really creepy, uh, is the there are copies of Pokemon Red and Green released in Japan, and they are making children kill themselves. They are making children commit suicide. Uh, and there's a rash of suicides, so there seems to be no rhyme or reason, and so they send two detectives to investigate it, and that's all I'm going to give you. It's it's super creepy, and I love it, and the first time I read it, it was one of the first ones I read, uh, and I read it at, like, 3 in the morning, and it really freaked Ooh. me out, and I'm not scared easily, but it... Is this one that should be avoided by little kids? If you're little, little, yeah. A little, little. Like, if you're, if you're like, way little, like, if you're, like, mmm... I'd say a 10-year-old could be able to handle it if they're, like, a sturdy, tough 10-year-old. All right, but know what you're getting into. Yeah, know what you're getting into. It's creepy. It could be heavy. Um, but anyways, uh, yeah, that's but that's easily my favorite. I'm, I'm going to have you read it later on because I was going to read it out loud, but you were busy with your stuff, but it's, yes. it's cool. Um, the next one I wrote down, but I don't want to talk about it. Uh, it's another one of the most popular ones. It's Pokemon Lost Silver, and I played the ROM hack before, and I tried playing it again today, but it screwed up, and it made me trapped in this little 4x4 square, <laughs> and it just played, like, this really obnoxious, I want to say it was the Poke Flute radio music, and I was just like, ugh, like, it's, 
hokey. You progress through the game and you have to keep checking your menu and stuff and, oh, your trainer card sprite's arms are missing in one and the next time his legs are missing and he's crying bloody tears and you have you like you become a ghost and you walk through Bellsprout Tower, but it's all red. It's stupid. It's not good. It's <laughs> it's and like and it's oh bad. yeah the and the the whole time you you're you keep getting unknowns in your party that spell out different things and like uh, you start off with uh, four unknown and a Cyndaquil and the unknown spell out leave and the Cyndaquil's name is hurry. That's five unknowns. Or five unknown in a Cyndaquil. It's, it's alright, kids. He knows how to spell. Don't yeah, worry. there we go. It's it's leave, and then the Cyndaquil is named hurry, and then you go to the next room, and the Cyndaquil is gone, and you're like, what happened to my Cyndaquil? And then you check the unknowns, and they spell out, he died. And then, like, the big climactic thing is, like, your trainer sprite dies after a fight with Red, and you're the Pokemon in your party, you're six unknowns, and it says, I'm dead. And it's just so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. It's uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. They're hit or miss. They're either really good or yeah. They're, bad. they're um. I think I said this before. Uh, when you go on to FEI Pokemon Creepy Pasta, if you do, it's all hit and miss. Like there are some like you're like, oh, this is crazy. But there's a lot of them where it's like, this is basically. Why am I reading this? Yeah. Um. This is like a recolor, a Super Smash Brothers recolor of the last fic I read. It's not good. Um, the the second to last one I'm going to cover is actually a really neat one. It's another one that's not so creepy, but it's kind of interesting. And if you really like think about it, it's creepy. Um, you're you're familiar, bub, with um, how in from Gen One to Gen Two when you visit Kanto, the Pokemon Tower is replaced by the Radio Tower, right? Yes. The whole the backstory behind this says that. Um, What's that town? Lavender Town? The town that Pokemon Town? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Lavender Town. Um, is a city without a draw, it says. Like, uh, every all the other cities have like a gym leader or the ones that don't have gym leader, like Fuchsia City has the Safari zone to go with it, but I think they also have a gym leader. Yeah, they have Koga. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they all have some kind of draw to them, something that brings it, and Lavender Town just has a crusty old tower. And they say that in order they were they were going bankrupt basically and in order to make money for the town the mayor who is mr fuji uh made a deal with team rocket to team rocket said that to advance their own personal thing and to help out lavender town they would build the radio tower there of no expense to them and after a lot of deliberate after a lot of deliberation mr fuji was like okay do what you will but Giovanni was like, okay, I want to do this, but he's also superstitious, like, way superstitious. And so he wanted to move all of the bodies out of uh, Lavender Town into another resting place in Vermilion City. And you remember in Gen 2, the guy that's sitting there uh, in Vermilion City with the Machoke punching the ground? Yeah, he's also in Gen 1. Yeah, oh, is he in Gen 1? Uh, yeah. I think so. There's that little spot. Oh, well, I guess so. Maybe. But, uh, <laughs> Again, actually, yeah, 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 he... No, I think he was in Gen 1. But um, the whole thing was that was supposed to be the site for the new Pokemon Tower. But the uh, the project kept seemed like it was being cursed. And uh, they kept getting bankrupt, and the Machokes kept dying during work, and it was just this whole horrible fiasco. And so uh, Fuji pressed Giovanni, because he had no more choice, to just start work on the construction... Or start construction on the... Uh, radio tower and tear down Pokemon Tower without moving it and it was like the whole uh, 
his guilt and then the spirits of the Pokemon drove Giovanni mad, which caused him to go into exile. Um, and it was, it's this whole interesting thing, and I can only ever find it on like a screen cap of a 4chan post. But um, I'll... When I when we do the episode commentary, like when we put this up in the forums, I'll put a link to um, the list of Pokemon creepypasta that you guys can look at, and this is like I think fifth or sixth on the list, and it's good. Uh, and the last one is actually not a creepypasta per se, but it's a poem. Uh, and uh, what's what's the Pokedex entry? You were telling me about a shirt with Hypno on it, and it's like. Hypno's Pokedex entry is something like it leads children... It hypnotizes the little children and then leads them to something. Something. It leads Hypno, them to something. And Hypno's already always been one of those kind of creepy idea Pokemon where they stuck some creepy kind of sounding Pokedex entry and it's kind of... if you, I mean, if you're just a kid, you wouldn't see it, but if, like, you, look, if you read the Pokedex entries, you kind of look at it and you're like, that's actually kind of weird yeah. if that was real. That's... That's kind of creepy. Well, someone picked up on that and wrote a poem. It's called Hypno's Lullaby, and it goes as so. Come, little children, come with me. Safe and happy you will be. Away from your homes, now let us run. With Hypno, you'll have so much fun. Oh, little children, please don't cry. Hypno wouldn't hurt a fly. Be free, be free, be free to play. Come down in my cave with me to stay. Oh, little children, please don't squirm. Those ropes I know will hold you firm. Hypno tells you this is true, but sadly Hypno lied to you. Oh, little children, you mustn't leave, for your families you will grieve. Their minds will unravel at the seams, allowing me to haunt their dreams. But surely all of you must know that it is time for you to go. Oh, little children, you weren't clever. You Now you will stay with me forever. So it's that is scary. Yep, it's it's pretty creepy, <laughs> especially like uh, when you consider the size of Hypno. Like, I think Hypno is... Uh, just slightly taller than a human child because of the Pokedex entries. So he's, like, big enough so that he would actually be able to actively, like, restrain these children and keep them away and go and prey on their parents' dreams. And it's just so creepy. I don't... Uh, hypno. Ah, uh, right before we go to sleep. Yeah, pretty much. There's there's, um, there's a shirt that you were talking about yeah. with Hypno leading a couple Pokemon children on it. Pokemon 151. Pokemon 151, yeah. Those old shirts that aren't in production anymore. Oh, well, that's a story for another day. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, the Hypno story is creepy, and I don't want to think about it anymore. So we're going to move on to different ones. Uh, like I said, you can do submissions to FBI Creepypasta, or if you have some Creepypasta, you can post it on the Pokemon forums. Ones that I've personally written, uh, I wrote one about Eradicate, uh, where it's it's sort of a takeoff on the Eradicate story where you kill... like the It's based off of the fighting Eradicate on the SSN, and uh, you're responsible for its death. But my take on the story, and I think I probably posted it on the forums at one point, is that uh, the... Gary was punishing the Raticate for losing. Gary was upset for losing the battle with you, and so he punished the Raticate until it died. And then in the final battle with him in the Elite Four, his starter Pokemon, whichever one, is missing, and it's replaced by this gruesome sprite of Eradicate. And I believe I did a zombie Eradicate edit a while ago, but it was lost on my desktop. And I can try and do it again if anyone's interested. But it was like... Uh, super like the the idea was you were supposed to forget about it during the course of the game and then the in the elite four battle it was supposed to startle you and it wasn't the best one i've ever written but it was the first one i've ever written and i was proud of it it was very good it got four notes on tumblr yay, yay. 
And then the other one I wrote, um, someone act- it actually won one of the K- or one of the WTPT awards or uh, Palette Tribune awards one year. It was the for the best fanfic. It was the Pokemon Killer story where like a kid would play a cursed copy of Pokemon Gold. Do you remember it? I think your uh, fanfic beat out my fanfic oh, for really? this award. I think I got second place. What to was your first what place. was your Fanfic. I want to say it was the <laughs> the stupid uh, TPT uh, Twilight Zone thing. Oh, there we if go. If you older members, if you remember that, uh, newer members, uh, it's not that great. So I mean, you can go back read it. Mm-hmm. It, sh- it should. I would think it's still on the front page if you go to the actual fanfic parts of the forum. I don't. It I basically don't... <laughs> just made fun of members who we all kind of hated, or at the time were banned. Mm-hmm. So it's not like I was openly making fun of members who were like. Hey, that's mean. Mm-hmm. They were band members for a reason, and I just kind of poked some fun at it because I was a bored little kid. And I, I'm pretty sure that mine was nominated when I wasn't even on the site. And, like, I had left for a long time, and I came back, and it was like, you have a Palette Tribune Award. And I was like, what? And See, I, like, I really wanted that award. you for... <sighs> He whatever. beat me out. He wasn't even trying. I was campaigning, <laughs> and I lost. And that just goes to show how popular he was on the site. Uh, talented thank you it was Popular. all due to my talent Pop- ducky von karma i'm voting for him who's this bub man guy <laughs> this, this name they, is they, not familiar they had to, me. to have read the two fix and decided that mine was the superior fix that of course everyone who voted yeah it, voted, I, it was read the it was two a, fan fix. it was a good story i'm going back and bumping that thread and you can bump your tpt twilight zone thread. all right mine got a cult following mine got some good comments from high up people too just, mine won the saying. award <laughs> whatever whatever we uh, should have a showdown now all right wah, wah, wah. i have my gun holsters on <laughs> you can't see it and I'm, I'm getting the gun holster out of this drawer all right it's it's game time oh do you need your gun holster Let no i'm good i can beat you with my bare hands <laughs> <laughs> okay but anyways past that um i wrote the pokemon killer where i'm playing gold version uh, if he beat a Pidgey in the game, he would like go and strangle a bird. I don't know. It was it was weird, but it, it beat yours. <laughs> uh, and then another one. Um, if he's listening, uh, I don't even know if he comes to the forums very much anymore. Astral Lunar wrote a story, a creepypasta for me, um, called Duckies, and it was about a guy who was playing. I I can't remember what version of Pokemon it was. But basically, the ducks, the Psyducks were speaking to him. He was getting some sort of ghostly message from the Psyducks. And through the course of the story, the writing gets worse and worse as he goes progressively crazier. And it, like at the end of it is like, you can hardly read it, but it's like, the ducks are telling me that everything's okay or whatever. And it like it was a kind of dumb premise, but at the same time, it was cool. And yeah. I, he probably posted it in the forums too. I remember it was a Twitter thing because I was like, hey, someone should write me a creepypasta. And Astral wrote it. And it's I favorited every single part of it so I could go back and copy paste it if you didn't put it in there but i can I'll, I'll find it i'll bump it it'll be another bumped thing or i'll link to it in the the discussion thread for this okay but anyways uh do you have any do you have any commentary on your thoughts on pokemon creepypasta after listening to me talk forever for uh, easily 20 minutes well like like you were the su- you're a super fan self-described super fan right uh can't say i'm a huge fan I come across them every once in a while. I find them interesting, mm-hmm. though I'm usually I get turned off by them when I find one that you said previously is like boring. Because mm-hmm. then I'm like, oh, why am I reading them? Like, I feel like sometimes I have to like sift through a bunch of bad ones right. to get to a good one. 
But whenever someone does point out a really good one and they show it to me, I always enjoy it as long as I have time to read them because some of them are like long, long. Yeah, the the one that I mentioned earlier, the uh, "Come Follow Me" is a pretty long one. So yeah, if but you have time, if you have time to invest in them, then I'm always uh, happy to read them. But, All right. Yeah. I'll keep that in mind. If anyone ever says, "Does your co-host want to read a creepy pasta?" I'll say, "I don't know. Let me Only see if, if he it's has good. The time to invest, and if it's good, then then I'll forward it on to him. If not, then don't even bother. But don't let don't let Bub's codgeriness um, deter you from uh, submitting your own creepy pasta and stuff, or writing your own stuff, because it's always cool to try your hand at writing something scary. Um, I personally, when I write, I typically go for comedy, and it's a good way to flex your creative writing muscles to I also think, write outside of your comfort zone. I also want to say, I think it's a good, um, it's a good showing that the, I mean, for lack of better words, the adult side of Pokemon, mm-hmm. the more mature, right. like, besides just the games and the anime and everything that's lighthearted, it's like these things that people pick up on and notice that's, like, irregular or something, yeah. and it definitely interests the more older crowd of Pokemon. And a lot of them make you view the game itself in a different way. Yeah. Like, you read the creepypasta and you go back and you're like, oh, dang, son, that actually is like that. Whoa, crazy. Whoa. Whoa. I was not expecting that. That's the sound I made when I went back and played (laughs) uh, the the Pokemon Tower part. When Mr. Fuji got kidnapped and the the whole thing is like, oh, he's part of Team Rocket's plot, I was like, whoa, that kind of works, dude. I literally said because that Because we become loud. surfers Pretty much. everything when... Whenever I play Pokemon, I put on my, my jams and I grab my surfboard and my my shades. Whoa, dude. Whoa, dude. That is crazy. Totally radical Pokemon. Just tubular. <laughs> oh, this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> is awesome. It is super cool. You should keep listening to it and tell your friends about it. Yeah. Uh, but anyways... Uh, I, I don't think we should keep these guys much longer. It's Christmas. I do want to say, I mean, it's the end of the year. This will be the last podcast for the year, even though we're recording in uh, the past. But uh, it's been a good, you know, couple episodes. And I think we want to have a strong following year. And we'll put up the episodes and you guys should keep listening. Yeah, and, and now that we have everything sorted out, the episodes are going to be released in a more timely manner. They're going to be less sporadic. Uh, uh, that's in- Jinx us. Uh-oh. Oh. Look at that now. You just jinxed us by calling attention to the jinx. Okay, I'm sorry. Thanks a lot. We need a new co-host now. <laughs> How many times have, we, <laughs> have I really been kicked off this episode? I think it's three. I think this is the third time, and yeah. I'm still here. All right, we keep bringing him back, because we can't find anyone better. So if anyone better wants to replace... If you think the... you're better than me, <laughs> challenge me. Yeah, it'll it'll be a cage match. It'll be a fight to the death. Barbed wire cage match. You can bring whatever weapons you want. I know Bub's weapon of choice is a uh, lead pipe with glass shards attached to it. Because a regular lead pipe wouldn't be enough. Yeah, it has to have the glass shards attack attached. Some guy came up to him the other day in the quad and said, "Pokemon's dumb," and Bub broke both of his kneecaps with his lead pipe with the glass shards. This podcast just took an interesting turn. No, I, I watched him. It literally happened. He's going to jail. Like, I, I watched. Don't you remember? Don't you, don't you remember that happening? Shh. <laughs> we, don't, we don't need to talk about this. All right. Well. well as you were saying. Uh, if, if Bub is going to jail, then we might need a new podcast host. But as I was saying, <laughs> it's Christmas. We don't want to keep you guys any longer than 40 minutes since we're headed up on that mark. So uh, go enjoy your presents. Send some to us. 
because remember we how them. to contact us uh, yeah remember how to contact us uh, ktptpodcast.tumblr.com ktptpodcast at gmail.com and uh, ktpt at palettribune.com and we still have not got the voicemail box set up because the website for it that will is... be our next step We've, we're running down the list we've got you know feed up iTunes will soon be up next step for us will be voicemail uh, voicemail and maybe a P.O. box Ooh. Ooh. You gotta send us snail you can mail. Send us stuff. You can send us macargo mail or slugma mail. I get it. You get it? Because they're because it's a slug they're like snail. Snails. And they're slow. You can send us slowpoke mail, slowking mail. <laughs> should we should we end the episode? Is have have we run our have we run okay, our Okay, yeah, so Merry Holidays. Hi Merry Christmaonica Kwanzaa. And Christmas. May your holidays be fun? All right. Peace out. Bye.